And one of the things that, that I did that made me so successful in, in copywriting, they always tell you to, to split test and come up with a control. And so while everybody else had their, their script that they were reading, every, uh, every day I would go through the day and I would tweak one part of my script. I would tweak my opening. I was doing, I was doing split testing until I had, um, I actually have, I now have a control uh, opening script that I haven't been able to beat. And so I just, I just, I just don't, I just, I just don't mess with it anymore. This is the Local Marketing Agency Secrets Audiocast, where we interview the world's top minds in local marketing to bring you actionable tips and strategies for your local agency. Here are your hosts, Drew Griffin and David Calafiori. Welcome everybody to the Local Marketing Agency Secrets Podcast. Super excited to be hanging out. My business partner, David Calafiori, is doing the programming in the background here, and I am super excited to be hanging out with a longtime friend and colleague, associate in the whole internet marketing space and sales space. Boy, we go back a number of years. A good friend of mine from the Traffic Geyser days, Courtney Kostelecki. <laughs> Courtney, welcome to the program. How are you? Hey, doing awesome, guys. Welcome, people in interweb land. <laughs> I hope I didn't, uh, you know, mislead uh, your background because it's so diverse. And recently, I saw a post online that you, that you had made in, in one of the Facebook groups that we are uh, both members of. And it, it struck my, it, it got my curiosity. And I just, uh, I really uh, was attracted to it. It, it. it really caught my attention. And uh, I'd love to talk to you about not only that post, but uh, you know where things are for you in the world uh, today. Um, but before we jump into that, why don't you give everybody a little bit of a background? I, I know it's super um, involved because you've worked with so many different companies uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and some big companies. So why don't, why don't you bring everybody up to speed and give a little bit of a background of what you did in the past and where you are now? Yeah, sure. Cool. Um, wow. Um, I started my career as a professional magician, and that is where I... Uh, discovered the power of direct response marketing, and I did a lot of I did a lot of cold calling, and so that's where I started. I just touched the surface on on some of the uh, the, the stuff with cold calling. Um, I um, I worked uh, for Yahoo. Yahoo uh, had a PPC division when they were still called Overture, and I was cold calling businesses trying to sell them a PPC package. And a cool story, one day, uh, Trump Towers pops up in my call queue. And so I go to my boss and I say, hey, guess what I got to call next? He goes, who? Come see it. So he comes over and says, serious? Trump Towers? I go, yeah. He says, good luck. I said, dude, if I can, if I can close this, can I take the rest of the afternoon off paid? He goes, yeah, fine, whatever. See ya. 20 minutes later, I was clocking out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. And uh, then I uh, did some work for Microsoft. When I was at Microsoft, I was doing lead generation for, they're called ERPs, Enter Enter Enterprise Resource Planning. That is some really complicated software from CRM to scheduling to assembly line stuff. It's the stuff that Coca-Cola, FedEx, 
uh, manufacturers use. And it, th these these systems start at anywhere from you know thirty thousand up to millions of dollars. And I was cold calling companies, generating qualified leads, and I had come up with um, a way to talk to people and an interesting pitch while I was there where I actually held the record for most qualified leads generated 38 in a month. Um, so that's pretty cool. Then after that, I got laid off. I went to work for another company that was basically doing the same thing. And I was working uh, with him and that's when I developed and helped him uh, develop uh, what I call my superscript for, for telesales. And this is a real under the radar way to, uh, to get responses. We're getting anywhere from 70% plus responses um, from, from cold calls, which is pretty cool. Um, then I did some training with some other uh, uh, inside sales agencies. I did some consulting for some, and then I went off on my own and started my own local marketing agency where we talked about, you know, the traffic geyser days, doing video marketing, doing all the other stuff. And that's when I really started digging into, for the local marketers, the directories. And I don't know, I, 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 I think you even, you know, bought my directory domination. Yep. Um, and uh, so I was, I was one of the, I guess one of the first people to really understand the power of directories, um, which is pretty cool. And uh, then in 2014, um, uh, my mom, well, actually in 2029, 20, 20, 2010, somewhere right around there, um, I wrote a book for chiropractors, Chiropractor Marketing Secrets. Uh, went to uh, Puerto Rico on vacation, came back, had a great time. Um, my mom got sick. Uh, she passed away a few years later. And I put all my clients in and I said, hey, I'm moving to Puerto Rico. I can still service you. But I'm just going to be servicing you from a much nicer location and warmer place where I'm at. That and, sounds uh, delightful. <laughs> it's not too bad. And uh, yeah, it was, um, and that was, I moved here in, in 20, uh, 2014 and I've been here about, about five or six years now. Wow. So at the time of this recording, it is around uh, July, 2020. So, you, so you've been there about six years. Yep. Um, how has business been for you uh, moving and working remotely? Um, I mean, the, the beautiful thing is, I mean, you can, you can do business anywhere. You know, and that's one of the that's one of the the issues I think that a lot of local marketers they just need to get, need to get out of their head is with the internet you can do business anywhere. I mean, so I working I locally, know. you're not necessarily working locally in Puerto Rico per se. I have, meaning, I, I have I have zero I have zero clients in Puerto Rico. I've got clients in California, North Dakota, uh, Texas, um, South Dakota, uh, uh, Illinois. They're all over, but what I've what I've really started to um, put most of my emphasis on is copywriting, and just really understanding the power of copy and how that can be used for everything, for telesales, um, for webinars, um, for everything. 
it all comes down to uh, to your copy, whether you're doing reputation. Um, I do, you know, I, I do uh, some stuff with reputation. Um, it all comes down to how you position yourself, and, and are you an authority, and how copy can make you an authority. That's compelling. Um, a lot of the, the people that might be listening to this, and some may, some may not be, um, challenged by sales. Uh, you've got a sales background, and uh, you you did a lot of telesales. And you know, interesting. What I'm hearing in the background here is you've uh, moved, you know, from the U.S. Uh, or at least the the homeland United States, the mainland of the United States, right. to uh, to Puerto Rico. You don't have a single client in Puerto Rico, but you're doing quote unquote local marketing from a distance, and you've got uh, clients pretty much all over the all over the the U.S. the continental U.S. Um, what do you believe uh, about sales and copy? I mean. It, it, People need to get really strong with this. If you know, sales and cash uh, is king when it comes to running a business, running an agency. Clearly, you've been able to do this. You're working from a distance, and no matter which vertical that you decide that you're going to work with, sales and copywriting is integral part of that, right? Um, so, how how do you typically approach uh, local, quote unquote, local businesses from a distance? Is this by way of email? Is it by, mostly by by tele, uh, you know, tele um, sales uh, approach? Is it a combination thereof? Is it Facebook ads? What seems to be working the most for you? Um, you know, um, I think Dan Kennedy said. Somebody asked Dan Kennedy once, "What's the best way to to get new clients?" And Dan said. I don't have one best way. I have 40 ways to bring in one client. Not one way to bring in 40 clients. I have 40 ways to bring in one client. Mm. And that's and that's really what it is. Um, it, it's, uh, the, what's working for me is um, social media and uh, groups are, are really, really powerful. Um, I'm starting to uh, do some some special specialized niche groups for for different businesses as well as some other marketers the uh, LinkedIn has been good for uh, generating uh, some some higher value leads I still pop on the phone every now and then to do uh, to do some cold calling that's usually followed on the on the back of uh, an email so you've got a reason to uh, that you're actually calling instead of just Picking up the phone cold, and I've got uh, a technique that I've uh, that I've developed. I, I call it my superscript, and mm-hmm. we talked about that that briefly. Where uh, most people they go in with a sales pitch, they just get shut down right away. Where I go in with a value proposition, and so the people are getting value from my cold call. That's smart. Which, which is <laughs> it just doesn't happen. You know, um, I had, I had one, I, I don't, I don't have this course available anymore. I, I might put it out again. I don't know. It was called six figure telesales, but I had a student who, uh, got a $24,000 lead, uh, for some local marketing after he used my technique and watched 20 minutes of a module. And it took him like a half an hour to get that lead. Wow. That's <laughs> a, that, that is a testimonial worth, uh, pursuing and considering, 
one of the challenges that a lot of that we hear from a lot of our students and and people that we work with in in the local marketing space those that are uh, interested in getting in started with local agencies and doing their own thing breaking away from the nine to five job um, there just seems to be this big crutch of calling on on local businesses or going and uh, approaching local businesses uh, there seems to be this um, this this fear or something that completely paralyzes them from doing so do you, do you have any uh, tips on how people can kind of overcome that fear and anxiety of telesales or uh, cold calling yeah you just got to do it it's I mean it's it's the fear of rejection and the fear of not knowing it's 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 like you know, not you know, not to seem cliche, you know, the the girl that's a ten that you see going up and saying, "Hey, how you doing? You know, how you doing? How you doing?" <laughs> I mean, it's interesting because one of the things that I studied a lot um, with copy is the dating niche, and there are so many parallels with how the human psychology of dating parallels local marketing or just marketing and sales in general. Um, I mean, if you, one of the biggest things you can do is when you get on a call is to seem needy and just keep on blowing up the person. It's like, Hey, Hey, I'm looking forward to meeting you. You know, looking forward to seeing the call, look for seeing the call, you know, um, you know, what can I help you with? What can I help you with? Do you need help with this? No, I'm good. Um, I mean, if there's any, any ladies, you know, watching this, I'm sure they can attest that, you know, if a guy keeps on blowing up their phone, um, that's like, that, that's needy behavior. And he's probably not even going to make the friend zone in that case. So there's, there's a lot of interesting, you know, parallels with psychology uh, and dating and, and sales strategy. I could, uh, can't disagree with that at all, but at, at, at first look, um, there's going to be no sales unless you make that attempt. You got, you have to be able yep. to uh, 100%. make that call. If you don't make the call, the sale is never going to happen. Nope. So making that decision and overcoming what seems to be an irrational fear makes sense. You have to at least make that call and probably provide value in advance as opposed to going in for the kill right away. Um, meeting that person on the first date and asking them to marry you probably seems counterintuitive. Uh, but yeah. going in and complimenting and you know going out on the first date and having a lot of fun without seeming needy might uh, might make you get to that second date and the third date and so on and so forth. And give you, giving yourself the opportunity to have a net bat, uh, getting that opportunity to really provide value in advance and find that balance seems to be the appropriate way but you got to make the call in the first place yeah um and if you've got uh, i mean if, if you if you've got um a proven strategy or even an idea that you think might work um just go ahead and do it i mean one of my mentors chad nicely um you know he was having some issues years ago and his dad gave him some advice and his dad says they can't shoot you so, <laughs> I mean, and I mean, when it comes when it comes down to just telesales, um, 
they say you have to, you have to do something. What is it like ten thousand times to become a master? Right. Uh, I mean, consider the fact that this that was between working at Yahoo, um, and I was there usually eight hour shifts, uh, working for Microsoft, doing some other consulting uh, with with other Microsoft companies, and this other company that was doing the same thing at Microsoft was. Um, I got like five years of 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 eight to f- eight to five on the phone <laughs> doing calls, um, and one of the things that that I did that made me so successful in, in copywriting, they always tell you to to split test and come up with a control. And so while everybody else had their their script that they were reading, every uh, every day. I would go through the day and I would tweak one part of my script. I would tweak my opening. I was doing I was doing split testing until I had um, I actually have I now have a control uh, opening script that I haven't been able to beat. And so I just I just I just don't I just I just don't mess with it anymore. And that's is what it worked out really well. Well, that's a really important uh, piece to the to this entire puzzle. You know, having that courage to make the telephone call in the first place is the is the the largest step that you need to take. Now, work walking in confidence when you're on these on these telephone calls or reaching out to businesses and quote unquote cold calling, whether whether that's through a Facebook messenger, a direct mm-hmm. message, uh, a, a, an email outreach, or you're mm-hmm. actually picking up the telephone or walking into a business. Um, there has to be something that works for you and that you can walk in confidence around that at least knows that puts you in a position that you know that there's going to be at least, uh, to at least be a conversation that uh, gives you an opportunity to explain yourself or gain the confidence and, and the acceptance of whoever you're speaking with on the other line. 100%. Uh, so tell us a little bit about copywriting. What's your what's your fascination with copywriting? Why is it so important for local marketing or people selling anything at all? It's a skill. It's it's something that that you need to um, to study constantly. And I see all this stuff is like, yeah, what do you think about this? This you know this this is AI going to kill copywriting? No, it's not, AI is not going to kill copywriting. It, 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 there's just too much stuff. Um, my fascination with it, um, I was learning how to, I primarily learned how to write copy to uh, book magic shows when I was uh, performing full time as an entertainer. Um, and then I, I just I just enjoyed it. I enjoyed the psychology and, and being able to, to take people down a, a path and to, you know, persuade them to at least pick up the call or explore or explore something more. And as I got better at it, um, I realized that there's people that will pay thousands of dollars for me to write a letter for them. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, written some letters for some launches. Um, so, you know, some webinar scripting. Um, yeah, it's, it's, um, I, you know, if, if, if somebody, looks at a website um, there's there's copy on the website and one of the things that if I can give a, if I can give a tip to anybody that has a website out there um, I used to have a product I used, I used to call it the mini makeover and the whole idea 
was rewriting the About Us page. The About Us page is typically, you know, such and such did this. He went to school here, got this degree, did this, did this, all these different things. Um, it's all about them. Um, the About Us page that I like to, to make over is about the potential client and make it about them and how you can help them. That's interesting. I would assume that a good majority of the people that navigate away from a home page probably check out the About Us page. Um, yes, they do. Yes, they do. Right. So that, that makes sense to approach that. That's a great tip um, to make the reader appreciate or at least pay attention to what's mm -hmm. being said there. It should be about the reader as opposed to yeah, you know, the I mean, owner of the website. I mean – you know, look at, you know, pick a random website and look at the about, about page. And it's going to be, you know, he graduated from, from this college with this degree. He did this. He did this. He did this. You know, he's got a, a wife, two dogs. Um, he likes to fish. It's like, I appreciate that you like to fish. I like to fish, too. Um, I'm allergic to dogs, so I don't like dogs. But how is that going to help me? Right. That's a good point. That's a that's a fantastic point from that that perspective of copywriting. Um, you know, if you're really trying to attract that perfect customer, if you're trying to work with people, nobody really cares about the person's website per se. They're wondering about the product or the service and the good that it's going to do for the person that's actually reading it. Interesting. It's, it's I mean, it, it's doing things differently, um, but still. I mean, it's it's kind of a pattern interrupt because they're not they're not expecting that. Um, they're expecting to see where he went to college at. They're expecting to see, you know, all this other corporate, you know, fluffy stuff. Uh, and that's why I excelled when I was uh, at, at Microsoft is because the script that they gave that they gave everybody was all this. You know, we're going to help you with disparate systems, blah, 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 and then solution, SQL integration, integrates with the entire Microsoft solution stack. I'm talking to my clients and my prospects about a green bean casserole. You I know, see where you're going with that. My, my supervisor, you know, he said, I, I just hear you talk about green bean casseroles all day long. It's like, what, what are you doing? It's like... Aren't you listening to my calls? He says, no. So you might want to listen to my calls because that's what you're kind of, you know, you know, getting paid for us to evaluate me and, and, uh, and coach me. And basically what it came down to is um, I took a complicated pitch. It was something, it was a new service that they were, that they were releasing called Business Ready Licensing where they were giving, you know, letting you pick and choose what you wanted. And I just put it into an analogy that everybody can understand: the green bean casserole. Oh, you you don't you don't have you don't you don't have 50 employees. Well, then you probably don't need our advanced payroll module. You're at you're at Thanksgiving dinner. You don't like green bean casserole? Fine, green bean casserole is a payroll module. Don't get don't get it then. Load up on the you know on the sweet potatoes. 
I love it. Your approach to democratizing Thanksgiving dinner with uh, away from green bean casserole towards the the potatoes and the turkey uh, is my kind of language. And it just makes sense when you when you um, flip the switch with regards to uh, coffee and the, and the, it, it, the it comes, addiction it comes, that you're speaking. It, it comes down to the fact that that you're talking to people. That's right. Um, I mean, they have they have they have needs. They have their wants. They have their, their desires. And with copy, you just need to really understand the psychology. I mean, the, the, um, the one phrase that people always say, that you always hear people say is like, you know, you know what keeps your prospect up at night? I'm sure you've, you've probably heard that before when you're trying to figure out their, their avatar. Right. And, and people, they don't take that nearly as far enough. Um, so... When I was, I, w- I was doing telesales, I got a hold of an IT manager, and I was, selling, I was selling an inventory system. At the end of the call, the guy broke down in tears because I had the solution to his problem. And so when you talk about what keeps people up at night, here's the 10,000-foot overview of that particular situation. The guy was an IT manager for a carpet company. They were keeping track of their entire inventory on an Excel spreadsheet that had been maxed out. Now, what I did not understand and realize is that you can have a roll of gray carpet, and then you can have another run of that same gray carpet, but if one more drop of dye is put in, if the humidity is different, it's not going to be the exact same shade of gray carpeting. And so if you are going down a hallway, you're going to see a mismatched color. And so I had to keep track of all of those different colors. And he was doing it on a spreadsheet. The challenge was, because of that, um, sales guys had to call in the office to find out if they had, this, if they had the inventory in stock. He, had, he was putting in 40 hours of overtime, keeping up with the spreadsheet. But in the meantime, because of that, yeah, the money was nice. He hadn't had a family dinner with his wife and kids for over a year. His marriage was, you know, was on the rocks because of his job. Sales guys were quitting. The the CFO couldn't get the numbers on time. So that's what I talk about of what keeps your prospect up at night. It's not them. And we talk about the pain chain. It's the what's the problem? Why is it a problem? And who is it affecting? And you, if you take that outside of the typical organization, that is when you can really dig in and understand their needs, their wants, and their fears and their desires. That is very powerful. Um, the role that copy and you know getting to the root of the problem is a huge motivator. Um, I know that you speak about pain and, and copywriting and, and whatnot, but you know the fear that a lot of uh, new salespersons or business owners, local marketers, you know, they're going in with the mindset of, I want to sell you this thing, my Mm -hmm. XYZ uh, widget or their service or whatever it is, instead of really finding out whether or not you can truly help them, find out and listen to the pains and then explain how your solution is going to absolve that pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's, that's much more of a motivator than, you know, here's my catalog, buy my stuff. That's, 
And, you know, whether it's, you know, whether it's telesales, whether it's copy, whether it's, you know, providing SEO, whatever it might be, um, you just need to figure out what they want. What do they truly desire? Um, you know, they don't want, they don't want to be on the first page of Google. They don't. They want the prestige and they want the customers that come or potentially come from being on the first page of Google. Courtney, you talk a lot about uh, sales and you talk a lot about uh, copywriting. Um, if, if somebody wanted to find out more information, they want to connect with you, um, you know, where can we send them? I, I, I know that you said, you mentioned you've got a Facebook group. What kind of things are you talking about in that group? Yeah, um, my I, I'm I'm start I'm looking at doing another another Facebook group specific for copy sales stuff like that, um, but right now my main Facebook group is called the Coffee Mastermind. Okay. Um, and I basically hang out, drink coffee, uh, talk sales and marketing. Um, if you have and if they have any questions about sales or mar sales and marketing, they can ask other members. Um, I also don't ask me anything, and. Anybody that joins the Coffee Mastermind, I give them, I have a $1,000 gift for them. And it's, I call it my, my authority accelerator package. That's it, a uh, very generous offer. I think what we're going to do is we're going to link uh, that, that group up into the show notes here. We're going to send everybody over there. I think it's well worth having a cup of coffee and talking business, talking marketing, talking copywriting talking about what's coming next. I know you've got uh, probably more courses coming along the way. Um, I have been a big fan of yours for a number of years. In fact, back in the day with uh, Traffic Geyser and the directories and all that kind of stuff, it's really led me in uh, directions that I never knew would really uh, benefit me as, as much as it has. Uh, so I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for your friendship. Um, before we wrap things up, um, what do you have any any final tips uh, with regards to sales and copywriting that you think our our, our audience might benefit from? Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tip something that can truly make the difference um, when they're having a conversation with somebody. Uh, we talked about this earlier, and I briefly touched on this in an old old product. Um, and it's based on the television show, How I Met Your Mother. And I call it the Lorenzo Von Matterhorn method for attracting local clients. And you can Google the, you can Google How I Met Your Mother, Lorenzo Von Matterhorn. Basically, the, the, if you're not familiar with the show, it has a bunch of characters, but Barney is the, one of the main characters. And he's a womanizer. He has this playbook that is designed to pick up women. The Lorenzo von Matterhorn, he goes up to a woman and he kind of looks at her and he goes, yeah, you're right. It's me. And she goes, what? Are you famous? Should I, should I know you? He goes, oh, it's so refreshing. You know, just that somebody doesn't, you know, take advantage of me just who I am. Oh, hi, nice to meet you. My name is Lorenzo von Matterhorn. And then he leaves. So that name, Lorenzo von Matterhorn, it's an interesting name. And so she's got her cell phone. She's going to go online and look for Lorenzo von Matterhorn. And what he has done is he has made a series of fake websites talking about how he loves puppies, how he loves kids, how he's a philanthropist, 
um, all these amazing, you know, you know, things. He's a, he's like a billionaire, and that his that's his lead in to picking up the woman. So I'm not I'm not saying make a fake website, <laughs> but one of the things that you can do is come up with your own strategy, your own method, your own system, and your own terminology. So we were talking about this earlier about website design. So what do you do? Oh, I'm a web. You know, I design websites. Need need a you know need a website. No, I'm good. So if somebody's looking for a website, they're going to go, you know, you know, website design. They're going to find people that'll do a website for two or three hundred bucks because it's just become so commoditized. But if you are at a networking event and somebody asks you what you do, it's like, well, I'm a website. I'm an online. I'm a website um, uh, conversion optimizing specialists like what does that do oh it's you know um, it's I, I do a lot of stuff I basically you know help you make money from your website and all you have to do is just you know just just Google online website optimization specialist and by coming up with your own terminology you are bypassing everybody else who's a generalist even though you do the same thing you are, you know, coming up with your own word, your own phrase. So you have no competition. Same thing if you have, um, you know, your own method, your own system, um, whatever it might be. That is a phenomenal um, tip and trick and strategy. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Lorenzo Van Matterhorn at your service right here. Super excited to have met you finally, Lorenzo. <laughs> it's been uh, tremendous. I, now I realize how you've been able to have so much uh, amazing success ranking videos and selling websites and selling directories and all these things over the years. It all comes down to uh, the Lorenzo Van Matterhorn uh, methodology. I love it. I love part of it, it, yeah. Yeah, part of it. I'm, yeah. I'm completely joking, but I get your I point here. And uh, that is, that's a, uh, an amazing strategy for um, all local marketers uh, to consider uh, while you're starting to help local marketing, uh, local uh, stores and restaurants and businesses and all kinds of that, uh, um, those types of uh, verticals. Uh, consider something along those lines where you tweak it just enough and you know it's one thing to have a local pizza restaurant uh, but when you've got the best uh, pizza restaurant that specializes in a certain type of sauce that differentiates them from uh, everybody else that's 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 out there at least that's the concept that I'm getting from what you just uh, uh, illustrated there uh, so what's what's new for uh, Courtney what's where are you where are you moving uh, towards in, in your business. I, I know uh, you're big on to copywriting. Do, can we anticipate a new copywriting course or I don't sales know. course coming um, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm thinking about re-releasing uh, re my course this, uh, on telesales, six-figure telesales system. Um, I'm currently writing a book on webinars and I have been doing a lot um, a lot more consulting with webinars. Uh, my clients have been having some really great, great success. Uh, you know, whether they're you know, uh, coach, consultant, or they have their own courses, uh, selling 
one to many, that's always nice. Or even using a webinar to generate, uh, you know, leads for your for your local agency. Probably re probably re-release my uh, my my book on telesales or my course on telesales. That seems to be getting a resurgence with more and more people looking for different ways to outreach with this uh, whole COVID mess. They can't uh, do a lot of the, a lot of the traditional stuff. But they're still going to need to make sales, so they're going to need to they, pick up that telephone or they, send those messages. It makes yeah. sense to uh, brush up on, on those types of skills. Yeah, and um, you know, here's here's something that uh, people that are, are doing local marketing uh, to give them an idea. Um, so I was on a call with a local marketer about three weeks ago, and I was doing a consultation. He he wanted me to help. You know him with his pitch and with his service with the solution stack and the most that he could get out of a solution stack his, his current stuff uh, was about three thousand dollars a year out of a uh, out of a client and my goal whether it's whether it's copy whether it's um, webinars which is what I'm planning on doing this new this new backend offer um, I've got a I've got a really cool client right now. Um, the uh, uh, I, I've I've learned as as much from him um, as I've helped him out. Um, he was one of the people that actually helped Jeff Walker architect, and he wrote the copy for his product launch formula. Now I couldn't talk about it because he's got this NDA. Right. Um, but he shared with me a really cool backend strategy, which I'm implementing uh, for my clients. And uh, it comes down to creating a win-win. If you, if you're, what you need to do is you need to have your offers to be a win-win scenario. Um, and if you can, if you can get, just put in perspective, um, if every client is worth a minimum of fifteen thousand to seventeen thousand dollars annually for you you only need 58 clients to have revenue of one million dollars and you can do that by by um, solution stacking and and coming up with with different packages it all comes down to your copywriting after you've launched then you've got uh more well, it more comes, solutions. well it comes down it comes down to the offer too you, you got to have a good offer uh, years ago, um, I created a product uh, called the Rainmaker Formula. Um, I don't have it any; it's not available anymore. Um, but what that came, what the premise behind that was: um, how can you create an irresistible offer for local businesses? Um, one of my clients uh, bought it. Ten minutes later, he had a client for twenty-four hundred bucks. And the premise behind that was. Let me do my. Let me do your marketing for free. It's like, well, how am I going to get paid? The premise behind that was, you are licensing a campaign. They're licensing a campaign from you, and you are doing uh, a revenue share with them. So in this example, he was doing some with with carpet cleaners, and it was a combination of reactivation campaign and um, every. Like he put the campaign together for free. And he did revenue share, um, and he got the um, the uh, the business to to license the campaign from him, and he ended up making like twenty four hundred bucks, and like 
an afternoon just putting together an email campaign for the guy. So there's a lot of different ways to, to make money in the local space. You just need to come up with an offer that is a win for you, a win for your client, and a win for your client's customers. I love that. We, we believe in that principle. Uh, that's what we practice in our own in our own agency as well. And uh, we highly recommend people follow that strategy. It differentiates you from all the other Me Too businesses that are out there that are trying to sell packages and that sort of thing. And they're going to continue to sell and they're going to continue to compete with you. So you might as well make your offer uh, stand out as a win-win-win proposition. And uh, right now when money is tight, that might be a fantastic strategy for people to position themselves. Well, mm -hmm. our marketing is free, but we'll license our campaigns to you. And if it converts, that means you win, that means your customers win, and that means that we win as well. So I love that. I love that strategy. Uh, Courtney, we're going to wrap things up here. Um, we're going to go ahead and, re and recommend everybody connect with you uh, inside your uh, Facebook group. Um, I'm going to join that as well. I highly recommend cool. everybody else do the exact same thing. Uh, you are welcome back anytime, my friend, uh, to connect with us here on the Local Marketing Agency Secrets podcast. Well, uh, maybe, let us know. Maybe I'll come back and we'll, we'll sell something next time. Yeah, next time come in. Let me know when when this course has been uh, reissued, and we'll we'll certainly uh, you know go through it and and recommend it to everybody here uh, that that's following our podcast. Um, cool. But uh, until then, listen, be safe uh, down there in uh, Puerto Rico. Uh, the sights look delightful. Um, I wish I were there. I would go on a, a walk on the beach right now. Um, but my goodness, uh, continued success to you. You your know, agency. It's, it's, it's about, it's about time for me to go for, to go for a walk. Um, I usually, uh, I usually go for a walk about two, two thirty, three, somewhere right around there just to, just to refresh, regenerate, um, get ready for the, for the rest of the day. And if I have any call, calls coming up, um, I'm refreshed and ready to go and help more people. Love that. I love the business model. Love that you're helping people pretty much all over the world. So to your continued success, Courtney, uh, we'll talk to you real soon. All right, guys. Thanks.